Welcome to the Mark Steri Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest night's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Steri, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Steri, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two you would mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, consider helping get the word out of the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy thought of the day is by B.B. King. Nobody loves me but my mother. And she could be jiving too. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 264. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dell Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Another week of working on new material. I have five songs about flushed out, and I'm playing at every single show, trying to maximize my loop pedal, moving from a full band sound to acoustic quickly to make the songs pop. Wednesday, played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Great to see old TK back in action after his hospital gimmick. Thursday, played a duo show at the BDL Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota. Hard to keep them folks from not dancing and following COVID protocol because we're having so much fun. Friday, played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Scotty Z seemed to like the new original tunes. Saturday, played a solo show at Seven Brothers in Clayton, Wisconsin. Congrats to the costume winner, Harley Davidson Andrew. Shows. Wednesday, November 4th, 2020, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, November 5th, I'll be playing a solo show at B-Dale Club in Roseville, St. Paul, Minnesota from 7 to 9 p.m. Friday, November 6th, I'll be playing a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 5 to 7.30 p.m. Saturday, November 7th, I'll be playing a duo show at JJ's Pub in Breezy Point, Minnesota from 5 to 9 p.m. It's part one of two with Deadwood, South Dakota blues guitarist Brandon Sprague. We talk BB King, vinyl albums, guitar reverb, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Mr. Brandon Sprague, South Dakota blues guitarist. Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. How are you doing today, Brandon? 
Good, man. How you doing, Mark? Good. I met Brandon. I went on a trip to Deadwood a few weeks ago and was told for years about this great blues band out in South Dakota. And so my friends I stayed with made a point to go see Brandon Sprague Blues Band at the Deadwood Tobacco Company. And so I was out there playing out there. And Brandon, you were nice enough to have me jam a couple nights. And it was a ton of fun. And thank you very much for doing that. And how are you doing today? Oh, man, that's a great night, too, man. I'm doing great today. But yeah, that night was great, man. I love your harp playing. You played some killer harp and beautiful melodies, and that was a great night. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, I try to rip off Sugar Blue is my favorite harmonica guy. He's been on the podcast too. He played with, you know, uh, he played like on the Stones, so- right? Yeah, he did the Miss You with the Stones and stuff like that. Uh, so that's the guy I try to rip oh, off. Man. You know, Sugar Blue, he came through here like, gosh, see, my dad, he, uh, my dad owned a record store here for years and years and years when I was a little kid. And, uh, he actually, uh, booked a lot of these older blues musicians that came through here at the time, like people like Jimmy Rogers and Hubert Sumlin. And, you know, he booked also Eddie, Eddie the Chief Clearwater and Lil Ed and the Blues Imperials and, you know, people like that. But I remember Sugar Blue coming through too. That's awesome. Uh, gosh, so- I early, no one's mentioned he, early nineties. No, oh, really? <laughs> um, so no one's really mentioned Hubert Sumlin on here often. And is it true that when him and how that was Howlin' Wolf's right hand guy, right? Yep, sure was. And and so they have that one of the most famous blues songs is "Killin' Floor." <laughs> Is it true they wrote it and they were drunk and they woke up their producer and recorded and got recording guy recorded it the same night? You ever heard that story? Gosh, I never heard that one. I mean, I, that that might sound more like Hubert. I always heard that Howlin' Wolf was a pretty straight, straight laced dude. You know, pretty serious guy. Yeah. <laughs> That could be Hubert, though, for sure. Yeah, man. I, that riff is just classic, though. That kind of din it, din it, din din it. Do you ever cover that song? Oh, man. I love that one. I love Shake for Me. I mean, I Wolf, man. I love, you know, gosh, 300 Pounds. I mean, there's so many Wolf songs that just go back. But yeah, Shake for Me and Killing Floor. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't get better than that. So I've always wondered on Howlin' Wolf if uh, when he's doing the song Evil, if that's two different takes or if that's him really switching his voice that much. Your telephone, something just ain't right, that's evil. Evil is going on wrong. I am your brother. Man, I think it's I think it's just him switching his voice that much. I mean, those guys, you know, they weren't like um I mean, they pretty much just pushed record, and they went for it, man. Yeah. You know? I mean, but the thing is, they have so many different versions of different different songs, too. You know, the same song. You know, I was listening to some Elmore James stuff here. They're a big Elmore fan. And, 
I heard a couple different cuts and different sides I'd never even heard before of, you know, stuff like Dust My Broom and The Sun is Shining, you know. Okay, yeah, he's spectacular. Um, well, you just happened to mention Elmore James, too. So my kind of blues guitar gimmick is I play an acoustic guitar, but I play it. Okay. I play electric style on it, too. So I add, like, um, kind of like how Elmore did, except he had, he played an acoustic. So if he did the slide, I don't really do the slide. But I play a kind of electric guitar through my acoustic just so I can click it back and forth. And I do a lot of loop tracks and things like that. Oh, um, cool, but I've been, I've been, like, I loved your guitar tone at the Deadwood Tobacco oh. Company, and, and I was just watching a lot of your stuff. And so I got a new reverb pedal. I had a delay pedal, and I was switching uh. to a verb pedal, and I'm trying to figure out the best blues. And it sounds pretty damn close to an electric guitar, but as your, would you describe your reverb on your guitar? Is it more hall reverb or more room reverb? And how you know, much verb a, do you put on? Um. Most of those reverb units, I have one reverb unit on one of my amps, and it's actually a, it's a tank. So it's like a 63 reverb, an actual 63 reverb Fender tank. Fender so tank? Like, yeah, it has like a, it kind of looks like a small amp, but it just has three knobs on it. It's like tone, um, I'm not sure what the other ones are, blend, mix, or something like that. But then the other one is a Princeton, and it just has the onboard reverb. Which to me, it's like, I think if you're looking for more for that kind of sound, you'd be looking more for like a hall sound. Like a hall, hall sound. Yep. Yeah, I'm yep. going yep. back and forth between room um, and hall. Yeah, I was <laughs> the hall sound because you know you get that real traditional kind of, you know, chess records echo kind of thing going on, you know. 45th Parallel Cocktail Lounge is now open to the public. Got word of my show this weekend from one of the bartenders that things are going great and the pizzas are excellent. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007, went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy. Slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45thparalleldistillery.com for hours and more information. So we're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians. Try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. Who's the first guitar player to think start doing that, play with all that reverb like that? Gosh, some of the early stuff that I heard was like um, some really early BB King stuff, actually. BB and those guys, they just used to dime out that reverb, too, you know. It would just be cranked. <laughs> along with, with everything else. Were they playing through those Fender Reverb amps? Is that where they got it from? A lot of it was, yeah. A lot of those, I think they were probably Fender Twins at the Fender time. Fender Twins, or yeah. Like that. You know, super loud, but, you know, and man, that that Reverb, it can get out of control real quick. You know, it can be like, you know, you're like surfing, you know, before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it can. I hear that. Um, speaking of Bibby King, we'll talk about you uh, uh, jamming with or playing with them and opening for them and stuff. But what is your favorite Bibi King album, would you say? 
Oh, man. You know, I just bought a bunch of reissues, a bunch of LPs. I'm going to go grab them. Sure. I've been buying all these um, old uh, 50s reissue um, BB King records because I love that. That's that's my favorite era of BB is that those 50s cuts, you know. I mean, they're just so powerful. I mean, you can put those records on front to back and, man, I'm still learning stuff off them and it still just blows me away, you know. Yeah. When do you think he discovered that BB King box? Do you can you pick the era when he kind of moved to start to start doing that? Man, he always kind of had those nice little licks in there, you know. He um to me he was just one of the best. I mean, you know, you get you get your Muddy Waters and you know, you get your Albert Kings and you know. Everybody has their stuff, but man, to me BB He's on top, and it's just, you know, I guess that's just me picking favorites, but, you know. Yeah. I'd have to it say. It get any better than that to me. No. See, I'm a big fan of BB kind of like in the 70s during his preacher era, kind of. We had all the rings and the, oh, the big yeah. thick coats and stuff, and he was doing, he was playing all those prisons. So my BB King record I could listen to 24-7 is uh, live at Cook County Jail. Oh, that's a killer one, man. That's a great one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that one ever. <laughs> no, he does a lot of fun. I love his banter with the crowds, and they introduce like the warden, and the whole crowd boos. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it got to the point back then, you know, I mean, blues just wasn't as popular, you know, it used to be. And then, you know, it got to the point where people, you know, big cities and stuff, they didn't want to hear that, you know. Yeah. What was interesting about that record, too, is that the band just keep. I don't think the band stops the whole show. Like, it goes right back down to, like, a bass groove while he talks, kind of cutting his promos, and all of a sudden they slide into a song, come right back. I don't think the band stops at all. Yeah, they're just, yeah, you hear, especially you hear some of those live recordings, man, they are cooking. I mean, they are moving on that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Who are BB's influences, do you think? You know, a lot of his influences, he liked people like Lonnie Johnson. Um, he was a huge T-Bone Walker fan. T-Bone, yeah. He loved T-Bone. Hey, baby. Don't throw your love on me so strong. Hey, baby. But yeah, Lonnie Johnson... Uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson. Those were his guys, man. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to show you some of these records here, stuff I've been listening to. I would love to like talk that. about that. These are those early B.B. King cuts. And, God, these records are just unbelievable. I just picked these up, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. But stuff on here is all these 50s cuts. Oh, yeah, he's a baby face. Just looks like a kid. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Looks like a kid. Uh, what else do I got? There's another one. Hey, that album cover's cool. King of the Blues. Yeah. BB King, this, King of the Blues. He's definitely cutting stuff. a promo there. Yeah, it's just the same stuff. It's just that old, those 50 sides. But if I had to pick one right now that I think is my favorite, it would be this one. BB King. King. 
and his orchestra. What's that one all about? What kind of guitar is he playing? He's playing, it looks like an ES-175 there. It's like a Gibson with a a cutaway. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, for, the, co- for the folks listening, it's like a big electric acoustic guitar kind of thing that I learned on. Oh, yeah, yeah, big old arch top. Yeah, it's just, but yeah, this one here is just insane. And, you know, I'm, this is other stuff I picked up just recently, you know, Albert. Dude, okay, so you have Albert King, the album King Albert. So I'm a Albert King Mark. He is my absolute favorite. I collect all his stuff, and I cannot, oh, yeah. I cannot find that album. I've never heard it. And what? I generally just, no, I can't find it. I've never heard it. So is that 70s Albert, too? This is 70s Albert. Dude, the guy is a pimp. <laughs> You know what? You give me your address. I'm sending this to you. Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. I pass that kind of stuff on. And when people say stuff like that, man, if I can possibly do it, I'll do it. And I can do that, man. Oh, man. I will me. frame that in my basement. Albert King. King Albert. Like he next, is. Yeah, I got this for like next to nothing. So, yeah, man. You give me your address afterwards. We'll get that. Okay. Sounds good. Well, Halloween weekend always seems to be the beginning of deer rut season. Can't count how many bucks I saw on the side of the road this weekend. Slow down, drivers, and keep an eye out. I would hate to smash up my black Jeep Cherokee I got from Heidi Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles in my old car, just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at Heidi Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff couldn't been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court, Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler, Pine City today. Enjoy a safe fall season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Here's one of those ones you're probably thinking of, B.B. King, guess who? You know, this is like that 70s era kind of B.B. Yeah, BB's laying on a beach flat in his back with his gut hanging out. <laughs> and his guitar's laying guitar on the beach. That's cool. awesome. And yeah, this one has, you know, there's so many great songs. I mean, it's just every one of these I can just pop in. And this one here is another one of my favorites right now. Bo Diddley. This is best chess sides. And this to me right now is just, man, you got every hit on here. Bo Diddley, pretty thing. Bring it to Jerome. I'm a man. Keep a lot of folks alive. Now I'm a man. May 21. You know, baby, we can have a lot of fun. Who do you love? I cover that one more, George's version. Um, You know, Bo, that's one guy I I I need to listen to more Bo, Bo Diddley. Jimmy Reed's oh, one of my favorites. Man. That is just some unbelievable beats on there, man. Then you know, Jimmy Reed. You always got to have a bunch of Jimmy Reed. Yeah. Um, I love Jimmy Reed. I do, too. I, I mean, I, I he has so many good songs. He played excellent harmonica. He had just on one of those mouth sticks, too. He wasn't having his hand. He just had it on a like a Bob Dylan. What do they call those things? Oh, um, yeah. He's a, his harp style just just a beautiful harp style i mean it's just you know it's just that single note cry but you know yeah he gets it it, he gets it through with that then you know you got elmore i just bought this one too this is just kind of a 
Dude, those Great. album covers are so cool. I miss the old school album cover. So this one is Elmore James' Sky is Crying. There's a lot of people who know like the Stevie Ray Vaughan version, but I think it's originally an Elmore yeah. song. And uh, it's a picture of him just walking down this country road with his guitar. It's so cool. Yeah, I miss those old album covers too, man. I just, I, I, I love just looking at that kind of stuff and, you know. You get the album out, you know, it's like a whole procedure, you know, you get the album out, you know, you look at the cover, you might have looked at it a million times, but you know. Yeah, I'm the same way. so cool. I've been go. My dad got me into Pinterest, and so I'll go through Pinterest. Like I go through like the blues artists and save all these cool pictures of them. And so you, as a, like a living blues artist, I kind of I'm I love the blues. I primarily am blues, rock, whatever. Um, but I kind of look at those guys as like these folklorish Paul Bunyan ish kind of figures. And, oh, yeah. and like their cool names, their cool album covers, their original styles. And do you feel the same way? Like kind of like they're kind of folklore. We don't know that much about these guys and and their oh. music just trans. It's just incredible. That's a good way to put it. I mean, it it is. They're like magic. You know, it's still like the guys. You know, I still have a Muddy Waters and a couple other little pictures I have up in my just my closet when I open my closet up to get dressed you know here's these pictures and I still feel the same way about them now than I did as a kid and it is like that they're just like these gods that, that are up there for me I mean I, I treat them as such like that I do too and one of my favorite like photos said, oh the go ahead style. they have the coolest names I mean Helen Wolf you got Elmore James you know you got other people like Hound Dog Taylor and oh. you know there's so many cool names, J.B. Hutto and, you know, Muddy Waters and Little Walter, Big Walter, you know. There's so many cool names, and they all had style. You know, they might have been broke as a joke, but you better believe they're going to be dressed to the nines. You know, they had the suits and, you know, the hats, and <laughs> they just looked so cool, you know. They did. Um, one of my favorite photos is a picture of my favorite harmonica player besides Sugar Blue would be Big Walter Horton. I collect all his stuff, too. <laughs> And uh, he's got, there's a great, there's lots of cool photos of him, but I don't really know that much about the guy. Um, yeah. I don't know really much about him. He just, I could, I could hear him play a mile away, but he, uh, there's a picture of him standing in the wintertime outside his apartment in downtown Chicago. And it's just him standing there. And I think it's, it makes him kind of like, like I can, I can relate to him. Like he, like I can picture him just like Blues Brothers ish. Like gonna go in and have a some whiskey and, pl- and practice his harmonica or go off to a gig. And it just has oh, so yeah. much folklore about this picture in this ghetto back alley where his apartment was. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always out of this world. I had a blast rocking the B-Dale Weekly Show this last week. Bummer, I missed the Halloween movie bash and potato bar on Sunday. Next time. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, entire bar staff for all state of their cocktail wizards. I've been told that I've been talking about on these podcasts at the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails. I'll sell them like hotcakes, karaoke, live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo nights, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by a cold one soon. And you're very right. I mean, you know, even the guys that you do know stuff about. I mean, obviously, you know, people like BB get to know more stuff about him later because he was around. But love those early guys. 
you just might have a small little bit of information. You don't have a whole lot of stuff about these people. I mean, you know, they might add a few hits or a bunch of hits. I mean, even people like Little Walter, you know, he had a ton of hits. And not much more is known about him other than, you know, he liked to drink and fight. It was pretty crazy, you know. Yeah. Same with and- Big Walter. I mean, Big Walter, you know, man, he's just as important as Little Walter, you know. And they're two different people completely, you know, styles, everything. And that's just it, doing your homework and kind of knowing who's who and, you know, what you like, especially you got to find the style you like. There's so many different styles. I mean, gosh. Yeah. Little Walter has, like, you, you see pictures of his face. He's all scarred up, for I guess, from, like, knife fights and stuff. And I think he died in his, like, earlier mid-30s. He was a young boy. Yeah, yeah. I know Big Walter. He lived to be pretty dang old. In and, his uh, 60s, he died, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Rogers. I know... My dad, he was real good friends with Jimmy Rogers, and he, Jimmy Rogers was actually huge. I mean, he was an integral part of the early Muddy Waters band. He was that first part of that early Muddy Waters band, the head, you know, the head cutters. And, you know, it was like him, Little Walter, Otis Span. You know, he ended up playing after he got out of Muddy's band and stuff. You know, he ended up hooking up with Big Walter. And I know Jimmy Rogers and Big Walter, they toured, like, all over, like, South America, like, in the 70s like late 60s, early 70s. They toured all over South America together. God, wouldn't that have been fun to go on that or even hear about that? Oh, man. You know, I've seen some of the stuff. If you look up on YouTube, Jimmy Rogers and Big Walter, I think there's some of that stuff, a little bit of that stuff on video, like a really rough video. Yeah. So, I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah, Big Walter. What is that? Big Walter's Boogie or something like that. It's a real nice up-tempo shuffle. I saw Kim Wilson. He just redid that on his Blues and Boogie record not too long ago. The big big wall. That's a tricky song. In fact, on the intro yeah. of, in the intro of this podcast, I do. This is where that song was recorded years and years ago. The intro of this podcast, and it's me tr- just trying to learn that little walk down. Yeah. and it's all in like two holes. We are yanking it down because I tongue block uh-huh. everything, and it's it's. Uh, I'm just trying to imitate that Big Walter shuffle and right. intro of this show. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear Kim Wilson's version of that. Do you know Kim at all? Um, you know, I met him a couple times. Um, my dad, he, there again, my dad knows him very well. Really? So, yeah. I've met him a few times. And, man, he's another one I just hold up there in high regard. I mean, he's just, to me, a, Kim is just as important to me as somebody like a BB King. You know, he's just, they love the music. They're masters at it. They're masters at their craft. And they take it, you know, it's it's everything to them. Yeah. I just thought of Kim Wilson the other day, too, because I watched a video with him, and he just keeps the same harmonic and the band's playing in God knows what key. He just does third position, second position, first position, whatever. And I was just thinking about that folklore aspect. Like I said, recently I've been into Pinterest and looking up old blues photos and shit. And so uh, Kim, so I clicked on uh, Twitter or Instagram or something, and there's Kim Wilson on there. Talking about LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. I'm like, 
oh, dude, I said, I wish they would just stay off this stuff and just like, I don't care. I, that's, I like LeBron Lakers, whatever. But I like the mystery of the blues artists, like the folklore of it. I don't care what, I don't care if the, if Big Walter liked the Packers or the Bears, you know? Yeah, that's the same thing to me. I mean, I like that, you know, I kind of like that, still that original wild kind of, you know, just getting out of jail, busted, running for your life, you know, kind of blues kind of stuff, you know, where there's still some wildness to it. Yeah. Do you think there still is or no? Oh, for sure. Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's a few of us out there still that are still, you know, kind of doing some of that stuff still. But you can't, you know, stay at the party forever and do stuff like that. And that's not what I'm even talking about. You know, just people that, you know, I mean, they do have real blues. You know, I think a lot of people nowadays might not realize it, but, you know, I think everybody nowadays definitely has blues, you know, with the current situation going on, you know, jobs. I mean, everything. I mean, everything that's happening right now would make the best killer blues album, you know. (laughs) You're right. for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Starry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, at iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Starry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over at your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It'd be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.
don't get home safe up there, please be careful. Watch out for those puppies, everybody there out there to get your wands. <laughs> 